Hello. Hi. How are you? How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, week wasn't too bad. Um, I got three free days off of work. What? For a medical thing. Hell yeah. Um, we're not going to get into it. Uh, other than that, I have a final to write for my internship. And that's about it. Played a lot of WoW, like usual. And yeah, how about you? Oh yeah. How was your weekend? Weekend? How was your week? Good. I got my hair cut. My week. I mean, it might as well have been a really long weekend. I got my hair cut. Took my dog for a walk. I showered a few times. Oh, that's good. Showering is nice. It yeah. is good. I, we actually play WoW with people that don't shower for days on end. Oh, well that, I mean... You're on a computer, so at least you can't smell them. This so. is true, but it's still just the fact that, like, I don't know about you, but I feel really gross after about a day of sitting in my own filth, like, in my own skin. So I have to shower. I don't know how yeah. these people... My, I, I've got to shower at least every other day. Like, I work from home, but, I mean, I work from home, so, but, I mean, obviously, like, if I shower and go out and get sweaty, clearly I'm going to get back in the shower and wash my pits, because. And other things, because eventually those oh, will start to. Oh, good, I put deodorant on. I shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. That's exciting. Anyway. Yeah, I did play, um, I don't play WoW, but I do play Elder Scrolls Online <laughs> on my Xbox. Okay. Oh, on the Xbox. Is it easy to play on the Xbox? I I honestly have thought about getting it on the computer, but it's learning you know. whole different key sets. Yes, yes. But I I mean I played WoW. You know I played WoW yeah. for a little while, so I'm assuming it's probably about the same idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. But I mean, Elder Scrolls kind of takes both of my favorite games and just put it into one. So it's like the perfect. It's a little bit of WoW and a little bit of Oblivion all rolled into one. It's yeah. But the most important question is, what type of character do you play? Because if you don't play Khajiit, you're not doing it right. Uh, no. I am oh, actually... Man. No, but there is a reason I didn't do that. I just don't... It's been so long ago. But I do have one that's just not my main character. Yeah, okay. My main Wait, is it, is it cross-platform? Can you play computer and Xbox people? No. No, okay. you just... You gotta... Yeah. I don't know if they're working on it because the people that started it got bought out. So I don't know if they're going to start doing the cross platforms or not, but right now, no. Okay. Well, but, maybe one day. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because I think, what, Diablo is cross platform now, yeah? I think so. I don't yeah. play it, so I don't know, but. I think I got to. 40 this season. I just, I can't get into it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when you have your game, you have your game. Hi, and welcome to the first ever episode of Coffee Chaos Chatter. I'm Sabrina, and I have Sarah here with me today. Sarah's going to shock and awe me with I don't know what, and I hope to do the same. Oh, I'm sure you will, um, because my topic is extremely random, but it flows within the theme of our name. And I, well, thought, there you go. I thought that would be the greatest first episode topic to talk about. So can you guess? You want right. to guess? 
I'm horrible at guessing games. Okay. Like, absolutely. <laughs> However, I mean, if you okay. want me to take a stab at it, uh, are you talking about coffee? How did you know? How did you know? Are you yes. really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is so awesome. Like, okay. I was so torn on what topics to talk about, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep it really basic for the first episode. I'll just talk about coffee because well, I love coffee. I wish I would know that because, yeah. I mean, I went into <laughs> outer space with my topic, and I'm kind of excited about it because well, it is completely random and... I probably won't be able to guess yours either. I will try if you want, but if you're going outer space, uh, it could be anything. Black holes. No, it's not black holes. Oh, Although that would be a good topic, but not today. Uh, you know, that might be a little bit nerdy, but we <laughs> could do it one time, I'm sure, like episode 10 or something. Who knows? Heck yeah. All right. So in my searching of trying to find a fancy topic to talk about, I then got lost into the darkness of coffee searching and i found some cool things i'm sure a lot of people already know these facts but i found some i figured i would share for those who have never heard of these fun coffee facts i'm probably one of those things because i'm a folgers coffee in the keurig throw some vanilla creamer in there and we'll call it a day it's actually nope you said folgers i was gonna go with the maxwell so teddy roosevelt reportedly coined Maxwell House's slogan. So good till the last drop. Oh. He was at one of like Andrew Jackson's mansions just chilling out, drinking coffee. I can see him at like an old time timey like Starbucks thing, you know, with the the swinging doors, the old you know. School saloons. There you go. That's what <laughs> that's the word. You can have coffee here. I know you got beer. Whiskey. Uh so on that, because you did say Starbucks. Um, Starbucks opens an average of two stores per day. Could you imagine opening two stores a day? Wow. I don't know. Like, uh, why I didn't we think of know. this? Two stores a day? They own like every island on the they planet. They probably they have to. Yeah, they have a lot. Um, I have a very small smidge of stocks in Starbucks. Yeah, it's making me maybe twenty cents a day if it's up in the ups. But two if they're a day. opening two stores a day, you need to <laughs> double your money. Double down, sister. <laughs> um, and then let's see. On the topic of Starbucks, I had another cool little fact. So the first one opened in Seattle in 1971. And when I was living in Washington State, I convinced my husband that we should go. And it actually, it's still, like, it's a modern building now, of course. They've done renovations. But they've kept that old school, like, when they first opened oh, look. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So, and it's all gold. I think, I'm pretty sure the buildings are green. I can't remember. Don't quote me. But, like, it was pretty cool. We didn't go inside because it was packed full of people. It wasn't worth it. Like, but it was one of those cool photo ops. Cool. Yeah. I've been here. I've seen it. So, yeah. I thought, that, like, that's pretty cool. So, we've done by that. Two stores a day. Like, I mean, it makes sense because I think here we have about three or four Starbucks. And every time we drive by the line, the car line is so ridiculous. You know where the loop is? Yeah. You know the one that's on the loop? They had to put cones in oh, the to make parking like a little... lot. That's like a... Like, right? <laughs> yes. So people would stop like stopping up the loop so other people could get by because they that's had to have crazy. their latte. They're really popular and they've got really good coffee. Like I, I, I'll give it well, to them. I think part of Starbucks's thing and America's thing. So like, we really like our sugar, and we really like our sweet stuff. So that's why Starbucks does so well, is because they have that wide variety of different ways to make your coffee taste 
Like, so if you want black coffee, cool. I do not recommend getting a shot of their espresso, though, because unless you want to taste what the road in front of you tastes like, just get their espresso in your drink. So my favorite drink from Starbucks is like a, a dirty chai tea latte. So basically just your normal chai tea, and it has a shot or two of espresso. And that's actually pretty good. I love good. the white chocolate mocha. Yeah, that's actually pretty good, too, if I'm feeling something different. And then, of course, the, uh, what's the Christmas one they always, or the fall one they always have? Not pumpkin spice. They have like a creme brulee one now. It's actually really good. Brimbley is actually really good. I tried it for the first time a few, let's see, well, I guess it's been a couple years ago now, but I was always so afraid to try it because I was like, I'm just, I'm not rich enough to have this. <laughs> like, this just sounds so <laughs> But I tried it once and I was like, oh, this is actually really good. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah so that's, you know, that's pretty good. Um, Let's see. Another thing I thought that was really cool, and it kind of goes back to, um our war in 1773 the boston tea party so in the u.s coffee became the substitute for tea and it was thought of as like doing a patriotic duty because you're not drinking tea but you're still getting that caffeine fix Uh yep so that came about as well so the popularity of coffee became more prominent during that time because people were protesting tea making the boston harbor brown oh yeah jump in there throw some sugar and drink it all up yeah so i thought you know that's pretty cool like there's there's so many cool facts i didn't even know and i love coffee my husband does not drink coffee is he broken i I mean will not drink it like just it's weird does it just taste weird to him or yeah i don't i he doesn't like the taste of it did he was he scarred as a child did he try it like without sugar because his mother (laughs) Like, has to have coffee 24-7. His mother is a coffee fanatic. My mother-in-law loves her coffee. Absolutely loves it. And he just will not. Huh. I've tried to sneak a couple of espressos his way. And he's like, no. Nope. probably just smells it. It's and like, he's like, like, yeah, nah. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know what this is. There are only two states in the country that produce coffee. You want to guess? What? No, you want to guess? Uh, is Washington one? No. Since Starbucks? Really? It is not. Yeah, it's not. Texas. Texas is huge. Texas is not either. What? I know. I think we're going to have to start a coffee thing in Texas. I don't know if you have the climate for it, to be honest, or the the soil composition. You might end up with a pretty bitter coffee. Just like my heart. (laughs) 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 What would you call it? Like black death coffee? I I don't know. Bittersweet. Only sweet when you add sugar. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like me <laughs> so uh, it's actually west coast so you're close with the west coast it's california so california is a big coffee grower i guess because they're right up there with the wine growing like they have they have the climate and the mountains for it hawaii is the other oh. u.s grower of coffee well that's where my mother-in-law lives so well it's interesting wow that's it yeah in the united states of course it's all around the world uh, brazil grows the most of it they grow a lot of stuff. Yeah, they in do grow a lot of stuff in Brazil. A lot of things that'll keep you awake for days. But yeah, like I thought that was pretty interesting because you would think, like all these other states, yeah, would, it would be more than two. But eh. well, what's gonna happen to California? Because right now they're having a mass exodus. I need some of the bitches to go back and continue to make some coffee. Right. Like, go nah, on. They, if that's the case, then we'll probably just continue to import it from other places. So, where does Starbucks get their coffee? Do they have it imported? Do you know? Oh, I'm sure they do. They might not tell you. It may be a like trade secret or something. It's probably like a, a blend because I know some countries will blend their beans. So it could be that. 
I'm not sure. Um, let's see. This drink dates back to 800 AD. Wow. So I'm sure you've heard the story of the monk herding his goats, and then he realized his goats were kind of hyper one day after eating this magical red berry, and so he decided to try some for himself and realized he was able to stay awake and continue to, like, herd his little goats around. So he was like, man, this stuff is pretty good. And so he took some of the plant and the berries back with him to the monastery and gave them to the other monks. So he got They realized that they could stay up. Yeah. Then they realized, like, man, we can stay up and do so much more, you know? So they continued to uh, propagate this plant, and now it is now it's coffee. A, a thing around the world, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, too. Like, I've heard the story before. I, had not heard I know I've looked it up before. That's pretty cool. <laughs> a monk got his other monks addicted to caffeine. Because his goats ate some berry that Heck made them yeah. Happy. Way to share yeah. the wealth, buddy. I guess that's, <laughs> that's one way to try a food. Yeah. Like, good thing you weren't allergic. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's just try this. <laughs> Jesus, please don't let me die. Like, I was thinking about that today, too, about, like, food allergies, because most people have some sort of food allergy. And I was like, imagine back in the day when people were trying foods and like old Ted over here ate, you know, a mushroom and died instantly. And they're like, oh, man, probably shouldn't eat that. Like Ted died. And then old Barry over here comes over. He's like, no, I've been eating that for a week. I meant to tell you guys, like, it's delicious. You should try it. Like, how do you explain that one? Like, it killed one guy. Some guy's been eating it for a week. He like stands there, picks one, eats it, and he's fine. Like, what do you do? Like. Me, because I know how I am, I just walk the fuck away. Yeah, yeah, see? Be like, <laughs> I'm not going to test it. I know that I can eat a cow, <laughs> and we are golden. I am good to go. Meet right there on the fire pit, and let's flip it over, and let's just munch down. I don't need all your plant stuff. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that I don't would, want your mushrooms. Like, absolutely like... be. Or, you know, Susie over there starts swelling up because she ate a peanut. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well... <laughs> Like, she ate the same plant and something else completely different happened. Like, I don't know if we should eat this thing, you know? The world's most expensive coffee costs more than $600 a pound. Get out of here. Why is it so expensive? It's a freaking bean. Because they have to uh, clean it from cat feces. Okay. It's like a, a cat-like Stop. creature. Oh, it's a cat-like <laughs> creature in Asia that eats the coffee beans. Pick up all the cat poo. Take... Like, rinse all the poop off, you know, clean the beans real well, roast them. I can't. And evidently, it makes a less acidic flavored coffee. So, basically, they're they're drinking cat shit. Uh, you, yeah, well, and no, because you rinse all the poop off. Clearly. They're paying to drink cat shit. Yeah, so over $600 for this coffee. That's <sighs> that ridiculous. Just... People right? are actually doing that. That really stressed me out. I think you just gave me another gray hair. <laughs> Why are people drinking cat shit? I mean, I get that they they clean all the cat shit off, but who is going to, like, willingly sign up and be like, well, I mean, if I'm getting paid $600 a bean. Well, it's not $600 a bean. It's $600 a pound. So oh, however, pound? That's a lot. Yeah, well, if you, I guess if you think about it, you're going behind, like, rinsing off little coffee beans from cat poop. That, yeah. That's a lot of effort. I can see why $600 For a pound? $600 How much be- cat shit do you have to clean off to get a pound? Well, coffee beans aren't very big. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. How much cat shit are you going to have to clean to get a pound of beans? It's not worth it. No, well, to and these people it is. discovered this? I don't know, somebody who was desperate for coffee one day, clearly. Like, they hadn't had their cup of joe for probably a week and was like, oh my god, that is, that's a coffee bean in cat poop, and then rinsed it off and cooked it. 
best coffee they put in their face. $600 worth. They're probably millionaires now. But I bet you those millionaires, they ain't cleaning off the cat shit. No, they're not. They're just paying for somebody else to do it for them. This stressed me out. There are people out there cleaning cat shit for coffee beans. Yeah. Yep. And it, yep. And it's pretty pricey. Oh, my jeez. That just stresses me out. Kopi Luwaka is made from coffee beans plucked from civets. Civets? Like, so they're tiny cats at that. Oh, my God. That's even more cat shit. (laughs) (laughs) Do they have, like, a farm or uh, full of these cats that eat these beans? Like, is there a reason that it has to go through the cat's digestive system to make it $6? Like, can't they get to the beans before the cats do? Well, they could, but then it's not going to have that smooth, less acidic flavor. And an Asian palm civet is a small mammal that is like a cross between a cat and a raccoon. It's a nocturnal animal that eats coffee cherries, so the little red fruit that coffees are, like coffee beans are in. Uh, and then they are cleaned and processed to make what is known as cat poop coffee in the Western world. Cat poop coffee. I mean, sign me up. No, don't sign me up. I do not want to. It says here, the origin of cat poof coffee goes back to the 18th century when the Dutch introduced coffee coffee harvesting into Indonesia. The locals weren't allowed to drink it since it was all supposed to be exported to Europe. Yeah, we'll just feed the Europeans the cat shit coffee and call it a day. Like, you should see this thing. I'm going to show you. Look at it. Oh. <laughs> so, he, okay, so that animal is clearly, like, not out in the wild so well, they must have like not, but they have other pictures of them out oh, in the I wild. Bet. So yeah, you're probably right. They probably do have like plantations or whatever. But I just that's insane. And I've also uh, seen about elephant poop coffee. Let's see if it's actually a thing. Elephant poop coffee. Yeah. No, yeah yep. Yeah, it's a thing. It's like the number two thing. Uh, black ivory coffee is the world's world rarest and most expensive coffee. See, now you have me second-guessing this whole <laughs> coffee-drinking thing. Like, no, no. I feel like my husband is on to something. Yeah, if you're paying, like, $50 for a tiny cup of coffee, then that would make sense. It's just uh, sometimes the, <laughs> the descriptions of these things is very interesting. I just, I'm just trying to picture myself behind an elephant as he's shitting so that I can clean the shit up to get a coffee bean. I just can't see myself doing that, ever. Yeah, well, you know, some people do it. But uh, we can definitely... I want to meet some of these people. can definitely post those links and a picture of the, that civet. I think it's civet. Yeah. Uh, anyways, on our page after this. That way people can see it. Heck yeah. You just stress me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stick to my... Folgers doesn't come out of any animal ass, right? Folgers, no, it doesn't. Good. No. no. Okay. Yeah, they're good. Oh, as far as I know. Yeah, who knows? Whew. But I, you're only paying bare minimum for that coffee. Hell yeah. It's probably not coming out of any animal. But... I actually go to Sam's and get the 100 box because it's cheaper. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't have to buy coffee very often. Yeah, that's true. We actually have like a Italian percolator. So like one Ooh. of those metal. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we have one of those. Yeah, my husband got one for Christmas uh, because... Over here, they're really expensive because I was going to get him a six cup one and it was like $130 just to get yep. the Italian percolator. Um, but his parents sent him one over for Christmas and we've been buying the Lavazza Espresso coffee from Amazon. So pretty cheap. It came in a four pack. That is probably the smoothest Italian espresso I've ever put in my face. Wow. Like it's really good. So I constantly harass my husband to make 
coffee. I don't win most of the time. But. Well, I mean, but he drinks it too, right? Yeah. I asked my husband to make me coffee. He didn't know how to turn on the Keurig. You should probably show him. Oh, yeah. We had, we had a full educational class. Yeah, because a Keurig's not very difficult. Like, you fill up the reservoir with Loop. water. Yeah, Loop. you put the Loop. little pot in, press the lever down, push the coffee cup, whatever size you want. Oh, I told I I didn't even show him the other sizes. I said, Max, you just hit this button right here. <laughs> See the one that's worn out? Like, it doesn't even have a cup on it anymore. Exactly. That one. Yes. So the Keurig yeah. is not, not too terrible. No, I, I asked him. I think it was working. And I asked him, because sometimes about halfway through my work day, you know, I'm just like, oh, I just need another cup of coffee. And he happened to be home. And I was just like, babe, make me a cup of coffee. He's like, I don't know how to do that. And I was like, okay. I'm going to take my break now, and we are going to have an educational course. This is how we do it. <laughs> how to Keurig Machine 101. No instruction manual needed. Nah. Like, they really yeah. made it dummy-proof, so anybody could have that nice cup of coffee. Yep. Um, let's see. Other other fun things. Um, my favorite Keurig coffee pod is a cinnamon bun. Cinnamon bun coffee. Not tried that. You can buy it on Amazon. It's really good. It tastes just like a cinnamon roll. And then if you really want to get extra, you can get like a caramel creamer. Ooh. Or that sounds uh, like really a French good. vanilla. Mm-hmm. That sounds like it'd be really good in winter. It definitely got me through a lot of deployment days. There you go. Yep. It was that one and uh, Death Wish Coffee. That is another one of my favorites. I know you can buy it in stores, which I thought was pretty good. Moving up in the world. The company was founded in Saratoga Springs, New York. But yeah, like Death Wish will definitely keep you awake if you're not used to it. And that also got me through a lot of 12 plus hour shifts. Hell yeah. Yep. I'm pretty sure I could see color and sound most days. Fun. What do you want? Drugs? No, just caffeine. You know, so yeah, just caffeine. It was pretty good. Short of coming in a coffin. Um, it does have a skull logo, so that's really good advertising, though. Um, are you listening, Death Wish Coffee? Like, ask- <laughs> Hello? yeah, we'll definitely. Well, I will. I'll give 100%. it a shot. Heck yeah! Like, it was. It's really good coffee. I haven't had it in a long time, so I'm sure if I drink it again now, I would definitely have the same effect it did then. Yeah. And I would probably get insomnia for a week. Oh, yes. Well, (laughs) that's good because I have a lot of shit that I need to get done. So, I mean, if I can run two days with no sleep and just be like, just go balls to the wall. Yeah. Um, And I think they have like subscriptions now, of course. And um, they also make designer mugs. So I had about a hundred of these things. Not really 100. Probably about around 30 of them. 99, I get it. No, no, no. Probably about 30 of them. And they're all numbered, so of course they're collector's things. But it got to the point where I had too many coffee mugs. There's so no such... Stop yeah, your blast. There, there was... No, I definitely gave away a few of them to some of my military friends. I'm like, here, have a tankard of a mug. It's serialized, so don't break it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah, so they're still pretty good. I still have a few left. I only had, like, I have a lot. I could talk about coffee for hours, but we're going to not talk about coffee for hours. Well, I was having fun. <laughs> but we still got to cover your topic. I really want to hear your topic. But I have one more thing. Okay. Three parts. And it's because you're in Texas right now and I'm in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting ready to go on a trip to Nevada in June. Ooh. So I pulled up the best coffee house for each of those locations. <gasps> All right, hit me with it. All right, so Texas is a coffee place called Blacksmith. Okay. It's located in Houston. Surprise, surprise. It hasn't flooded? No, it has not flooded <laughs> yet. 
Bleaker City. Okay, sorry. Inside joke. And uh, evidently a decaf cup of their coffee has caffeine in it. So what's the point in decaf coffee? Like, I get decaf already has a small level of caffeine, yeah. but at the same time, like, why even? Call it decaf. Just I think it's just, just to make people feel better about themselves. I appreciate that. Maybe. Yep, I appreciate that. I tried to buy decaf coffee. I couldn't do it. No. Like, I just, it's like drinking a cup of lies. Yeah. Because you think you're going to get caffeinated and, like, happy or more alert, and you don't. You just continue to stay in that state of, I'm still exhausted as fuck. Yeah. And now I have, now I'm hot because I drink a hot cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm hot and not caffeinated. I have no energy, so this is just great. Yeah, so just, just no decaf. Um, let's see, Virginia, it's called Black Sheep Coffee, and it's in the historic town of Harrisonburg. So Harrisonburg is about maybe an hour from where we live, so definitely going to take the husband out one of these days and oh, yeah. get a cup of this. Road trip. Because we got to try it. It says that it's sourced from local roasters around the state, so huh. they probably import the beans from wherever, Brazil, mm-hmm. California, Hawaii, roast them there. And then make their own little coffee flavor. Fun. And then Nevada, the coffee cafe is called the Coffee Cup or the Coffee Cafe. And it's in Boulder City. It's actually featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Ooh, well, there you have so, it. So, of course, I'm going to have to try that. Because why wouldn't you? Right. Um, but according to this here little source thing, it says that it is the very best coffee. Along with the American Retro Diner style food cooked there. Fresh and when you order. Very nice. So, that is all the coffee goodness that I have for you today. Hey, Again, I could go on for hours, but... It was pretty epic. Yeah, we learned that Americans are addicted to coffee because of the Boston Tea Party. Thank you, Boston. Yeah, we learned that coffee can come from animal poop and cost a fortune. I can't. Star- <laughs> Star- Starbucks opens two stores a day. Like, how is that a thing? Like, how have you not run you, out of Like, room where do you yet? have left to open? I wonder if that's, like, worldwide. That would make sense to me. It would be worldwide. worldwide. Yeah, but still, like, oh, then again, I guess if you're putting Starbucks on every corner. Which I feel like that's what they're doing in our hometown. That's probably, they probably are, because when you have a line of cars that are now on a roller coaster ride just to order a $7. I really, like, I use Starbucks as, like, a treat. I can't afford Starbucks every day, but I do know people that they do have Starbucks, like, twice or three times a day, and I'm just like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> when I lived in Washington, it was an everyday thing for, I don't know, a few months I mean, until I started getting adventurous and like trying other like local coffee shops. So um, Whidbey Island Coffee was actually my favorite after a while because it got to the point where the girls knew me, the Bartistas knew me. And I would just like, they would see my car pull up and they would already be making my coffee because <laughs> they already knew what I wanted. See, you know? that's, that's awesome. That right there for the coffee shops out there if you've got people like that that really makes people's days like that's really yeah. cool highly doubt the starbucks would know so yeah that, that that's is it. awesome that's coffee for the podcast coffee chaos and chatter oh yeah cover coffee and now we, we know it. where coffee came up well because <laughs> <laughs> sarah has an addiction mine could probably go under the chaos category if you look at it do you want to guess what mine is? No, because you said you went out into space. It could be anything. I did go out into space. And it's space not black holes. I went, I went down the rabbit hole a little bit. Um, so my topic today is reincarnation. Okay. Just went completely into left field. You did. Because, <laughs> you did. Because that's what I do. 
So um, per Wikipedia, for those of you who don't know what reincarnation is, uh, Wikipedia has it labeled as rebirth or transmigration that is philosophical or religious belief that a non-physical essence of a living being begins in a new life in a different physical form or body after a biological death. So you have to be living in order to be reincarnated. So essentially they're talking about one's soul. Um, This is not to be confused with resurrection where it's hypothesized that the soul comes back to life in the same body. So that would be resurrection. Reincarnation is your soul comes back to a different beginning. Um, The word reincarnation is a Latin term that literally means entering the flesh again, if that's not creepy enough for you. (laughs) You know, that's one way to do it. That's yeah. the best way they knew how to explain that one. Yeah. So uh, reincarnation refers to beliefs that an aspect of every human being or a living being in some cultures, a.k.a. like animals, even some culture believe that plants can be reincarnated. I went deep Plant. into. Wait, yes. now, how do plants reincarnate? Well, they say that plants reincarnate because when they pollinate and they drop their seeds, once they die, their seeds come back and that's that plant reincarnated. But wouldn't that technically be a new plant soul? You know, I just. No, I get that you just did that research, yeah. but like. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but that's what they're saying. Like that plants reincarnate by dropping their seeds. And then to me, it would be like an offspring because I can't really talk to a plant and ask them like, Hey, were you, were you just reincarnated? Cause well, that was really cool. Then like souls don't realize they're reincarnated. Do they? Or do some cultures believe? Well, that's what we're going to get into. Oh man. We're going to get into that. So a lot of the main religions that really, really it's, embedded in their culture is pretty much the Indian religions like Hudism, Buddhism. I'm just going to say all the isms <laughs> because it's also like paganism and Wiccan. They really, really believe that your soul has been reincarnated several, several times. Um, there was a study that I found on uh, express.co.uk where Dr. Ian Stevens, a former professor of psychology at the University of Virginia School in Medicine and former chair of Department of Psychology and Neurology, dedicated the majority of his career finding evidence of reincarnation until his death in 2007. So this guy is legit. I mean, (laughs) to be all of that, like, you know, this guy is legit. Uh, Dr. Stevens claims to have found over 3,000 examples of reincarnation during his time, which he shared with the scientific community um, in a study that he titled Birthmarks and Defects Corresponding to Wounds on Deceased Persons. Dr. Stevens used facial recognition to analyze similarities between the claimant, uh, the person claiming to be reincarnated, and their alleged prior incarnation while also studying birthmarks. So he found that 35% of children who claim to remember previous lives have birthmarks and or birth defects that um, attributed to wounds on the person's whose life the child remembers. And a lot of this was children because children are more susceptible to remember as you get older. 
supposedly the memories fade. For example, if a child says, you know, I lived in this time frame, he would go and look and see how that person died. The child would have like a defect on their chest, like a birthmark or something where the same in his previous life, he got stabbed in the chest. It's creepy okay it's really creepy because at first I was like unsure but in 35 percent of that that happened and to me that's a pretty big percentage for for everything that's like something like this yeah yeah he did this with 210 children that he investigated is where that 35% came from. So it's not everybody, but out of the 210 specific cases that he did, about 35% of those had the same marks. He also thinks that it's also possible with some of them, as children get older, sometimes the marks may disappear, but it's very prominent when they're first born. And he said like birthmarks were uh, usually uh, in areas of the hairline, punctures to the skin, some pigmentation or no pigmentation. So it was obviously different, either lighter or darker than their actual skin color. He claimed that the birth defects were nearly always rare types in cases in which a deceased person were identified. Uh, the details of, of whose life unmistakably matched the child's statement. In 43 of 49 cases in which a medical documentation, usually postmortem, uh, was obtained, it confirmed the correspondence between wounds and birthmarks. He did a separate study where he inter- interviewed three children who claimed to remember aspects of their previous lives. These three children made 30 to 40 statements, each regarding memories that they themselves had not experienced. And through verification, he found up to 92% of the statements were correct. Uh, and the way that he realized and was able to collaborate, like confirm that these statements were correct, is he's always been able to find some type of family member or loved one in the family who knew the deceased or like, oh, yeah, that was my grandfather, like knew actual intimate details. And that's how he was able to. So 92 percent like that's yeah, astonishing. That's, that's pretty crazy, actually. Now, as far as like because they say that a lot about the differences in adults and kids and it applies to a lot of things. So they're saying like your memories fade. I feel like something that evident or that prominent, if you can remember it as a child, you're definitely going to remember it as an adult. So I wonder if like the influence also sways, like they start to think they're crazy or, you know, it was just their imagination. What they think, and we are, there is going to be, I'm going to read a story. I've got three stories that kind of go through all of that, but what they think is as they were realizing that this was kind of a big thing, like a lot of people are claiming to be reincarnated, mainly kids. So I actually watched a documentary, which is why I wanted to do this because it was fresh on my mind. And actually, I'm going to just read the story and then I'm going to tell you about the documentary. So, but this is where we're going to get into this. So uh, in 2009, at age four, Ryan Hammonds began waking up, clutching his chest and screaming about how his heart exploded in Hollywood. His mother, Cindy, became intrigued when Ryan revealed more details about his former life. He insisted he once lived in a house in Hollywood on the street with the name Rock in it. And he had three sons and a friend named Senator Fives. One day, Cindy was going through a book featuring photos of old Hollywood. Brian peeked over her shoulder and excitedly identified one man as George and uh, the other as himself. 
Cindy contacted a psychiatrist from UVA Medical Center who conducts research on Greek incarnation. The psychiatrist verified the man in the photo was film star named George Raff, and the other man is Martin Marty, who died in 1964. Upon contacting Marty's daughter, she confirmed Marty was a Hollywood agent and lived in North Roxbury Drive, had three sons, and once met with New York Senator Iving Ives. These names are ridiculous. (laughs) In this documentary, I actually watched this, and I watched it on Discovery Plus, and it was really, really cool. So what I saw um, is they actually did show Ryan meeting marty's daughter and when he walked in he noticed the pictures and it was the pictures were familiar to him this poor kid is like a teenager now and he's just like you know i just want my own life i felt really bad for him because he just wanted to be his own person and the interview with the daughter was extremely awkward so awkward he just I mean, he was able to answer some questions, and in the documentary, it doesn't show a lot. Once he left the house, the reason it was so awkward is because Marty apparently came to terms with that his loved ones have moved on, and he said that her soul had changed, like her whole situation is different. But keep in mind, he's been dead for a while. Like He died in 1964, and... Clearly have a heart attack? Yeah. Yeah. So, um... But, like, the daughter's energy had changed. Not the soul, but the energy had changed. She had moved on. She had, you know, grieved and and just kind of accepted, like, okay, my dad's passed on. It's time to, to go on. So they say that usually when that happens, the old soul just kind of goes dormant. You know, it kind of just... Let the actual kid be, I mean, you're still going to be an old soul. Your soul still reincarnated. A lot of people, you know, just kind of those memories will fade and then you kind of start your own memories. But that was, it was so awkward and I felt so bad for what year was this for the kid? Uh, I don't remember what year that they met, uh, but let's see, 2009, Ryan was four Oh, whoa. So, that's like, what, a 40 years difference? So, of course, like, loved ones yeah. and family members are going to move on. They're not going to grieve to the same level yeah. they were, yeah. you know. Exactly. So. But, I mean, I think that probably helped Marty also realize, like, okay, my family's yeah. okay, you know, and maybe he had, maybe because it was an unexpected death, like, that's why those memories came in, came out in Ryan, because he just wanted to... Yeah. make sure so this one is another good one um i got these stories where to get these stories i got these stories from somewhere on the internet oh from ranker ranker.com is where i got these stories they had so many this one is kind of cool because you know we grew up knowing who Anne frank was like we grew up she's in our history we learn about her and her family well this story they did not know who Anne frank oh. was so i thought right. this was pretty cool okay barbara Carlin was born in Sweden in 1954. From the time she could talk, Carlin began telling her parents strange stories about someone named Anne Frank. Carlin claimed she was Anne Frank, that she had nightmares of men kicking in her door and taking her away from her home. Her parents were perplexed, but not least because they had no idea Anne Frank was a real person. 
Anne Frank died in 1945 uh, in a concentration camp after the Nazis discovered her family hiding in an attic in Amsterdam. Which, not to interrupt uh, you, but I actually did a tour there. It's a very small house. Like, it is small. It was amazing how oh, small wow. and the amount of people they had in there. Wow, that's pretty cool. That gave me chills. You just gave me chills. It was that's pretty, pretty interesting. Cool. Very sad, but. Uh, well, Carolyn's uh, parents took her to Amsterdam when she was 10, and she quickly led them to Anne Frank's house with no directions, correctly identifying the spots on the wall where Frank had hung her photos of movie stars, typical teenage girl stuff, and noted that the steps were different than she remembered them. All of this was enough to finally make her parents believe she was really the reincarnation of Anne Frank. And since then, she has been writing books about her experience ever since. I did not find any of her books, but I would love to read them. So, Didn't they just release Anne Frank's full diary? Now, would that be the help of this so. person? Or did they just find the whole thing? Yeah. Well, and it didn't really go into details, but I'm wondering if this lady right here is the reason we found the diary in the first place. You know what I mean? So... I thought that was really cool. Like, Anne Frank came back and was like, yeah, motherfuckers, what you got now? Well, that, not only that, but, like, this is interesting because you said the family didn't know about Anne Frank, which is interesting because they're, they're in Europe. But it, the time frame is pretty close, you know? So, that's crazy. That, that, that is yeah. mind-blowingly crazy. Like, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. So, this last one really got me because it's not a typical story. And all the research, it's all about kids, 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 kids. This one is not about a child. This is about a grown man. <clears throat> this is about a guy named Jeffrey Keen. Uh, he was a retired, uh, he is, not was, uh, well, he might be. I, I mean, I don't know if he's still alive or not. He is, I'm going to say is, we're going to be positive here. He is a retired fire chief, and him and his wife went on vacation in Maryland. He was caught off guard when visiting the Civil War battlefield in Sunken Row. Keen became explicably emotional as he entered the field to the point where he thought he may be suffering a heart attack while the physical pain passed he felt an uncanny connection to the area later he recounted the incident to a psychic at a party she asked if he believed in reincarnation and he felt the instinctive urge to say the words not yet very weird but okay that is very weird okay while reading uh, a Civil War magazine in his home, he found an article about a Civil War general identified as General Gordon. Gordon had fought at Sunken Road. During his battle, he was best remembered for repeatedly shouting the words, not yet. Connection. Uh, upon researching Gordon's life, he found more connections between himself and Gordon. Keene has marks on his body, similar to the wounds Gordon suffered in war. On Keene's 30th birthday, he was admitted to the hospital with terrible pain in his jaw. When Gordon was 30, he was shot in the face. Could wow. you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine your face just hurting and you're like, I don't know what's wrong. The doctor's not finding anything wrong. And turning 30 already sucks as it is. <laughs> because everything just falls apart. And then all of a sudden you just have this jaw pain. And and like there's nothing wrong. They do scans and they're like, sir, we don't know what to tell you. Like we found nothing here. Here's some ibuprofen. You know? Right. right? <laughs> exactly. Here you go. Go home. You sleep go. it off. You'll yeah. be all right. You'll be fine. Um. So the last thing that I have is 11 signs your soul has been reincarnated. Ooh. This is crazy because okay. this is everybody. If we go through this, everybody in the world has been reincarnated. So they, we probably are. 
repurpose yes. souls. So please just keep an open <laughs> mind. It's a lot of fun. So number one starts with recurring dreams. Oh, wow. Uh, and the explanation is, uh, oh, hold on. Before I get in trouble for stealing somebody's work, I got this from Lone Wolf. And this was written by Alethea Luna. We're, we're going to go with that. So number one, reoccurring dreams. Dreams are reflections and of the unconscious mind, while repetitive dreams may sometimes signify trauma, fear, or issues that your brain is trying to process or unfinished business. Repetitive mm, dreams okay. can also potentially be reflections of past life experiences. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase. I have the whole article copied and pasted, but we're going to paraphrase. Number two is going to be out-of-place memories. Uh, they say that there are many recorded instances of young children who have out-of-place memories. There was one. The little girl is sitting in the back seat, and the mom is driving somewhere, and the little girl says, I really like you as my mommy. My last mommy was good, but you're really good too. Like that would trip me out, but that would be like an out of place memory. Well, yes and no, but you got to remember kids can well, be assholes sometimes and just say the most that random things. So, but very, yes, very it would still be concerning. <laughs> as long as my child doesn't ever try to kill me, I think we'd be okay. You're my favorite mommy. I like you more than the other one. Like, wait, what? I was like, oh, who's your dad seeing? What? Tell me. That would probably yeah. most likely be the most common reaction. All right. Number three, you have a strong intuition. Intuition is the ability to balance the conscious and unconscious mind and to tap into your deeper springs of primal wisdom and intimate knowledge. So there you go. Well, that's not me. So I guess I'm not reincarnated. I, I, you've had reincarnated <laughs> yeah. dreams. And if not, this one gets you. Number four gets you. Here's how I know you've been reincarnated. Deja vu. Bam. Man, I have that all the time. Deja vu is the worst. Mic drop. Gotcha. I knew you. <laughs> but I've also heard, no, that deja vu is also saying that you're on the, the right track in your life. So if you're reliving a moment you've already lived, they're saying like your timeline, like your life path is going the right well, direction. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know about that. Maybe that could be yeah. a whole other deja vu. We could we could dig dig deep <laughs> into deja vu but for those of you who don't know deja vu is uh what they describe at some point in our lives you have already experienced it and it's a bizarre feeling that somehow we have already experienced or lived the moment in a time before so it can be triggered by smells sounds sights taste or very other uh sensations deja vu is creepy as fuck it is. It's a very strange feeling. I get it all the time. Like, I get it all the time. Maybe once wow. a month. And I'll be like, wait a minute. I've done this before. I have lived this exact moment. The exact words just came out of that guy's face. Like, maybe I just dreamt yep. this. You know, it's like I, you start to, like, beat your brain. Like, maybe I just, I thought I lived this moment. And then it goes. Yeah, I don't have deja vu <laughs> near, near that often. So, apparently, I am not on the right track. But, I mean, if we go by that explanation, <laughs> I am clearly not on the right track. But that's okay. I'll get there eventually. You know, yeah. it is what it is. You can do little loopy yeah. loops in your life. I mean, we got to keep it fun. Cool. Keep everybody guessing. What are we going to do next? All right. So, number five, you're an empath. So, for those of you that don't know, empaths absorb the emotions and, in some instances, physical pains. I do the physical pains. I can feel if somebody is cut, I feel the pain on my body where I see them cut. Last night when that guy wrapped his leg around the other guy's leg doing a Judy chop kick, 
that didn't work out in his favor, I felt the pain in my leg. And it hurt so bad. <laughs> <I> think- <laughs> That's, that is some serious sympathy pain. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, that might have to be another topic because that would definitely oh, be yeah. my mom. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yep. I didn't go too in depth in the empath, but I did want to give our listeners just kind of a little bit about that because I didn't know we could possibly do it as a topic. Yep. Topic uh, number six is uh, precognition, also known as future sight or second sight. So with precognition, you can not necessarily see into the future, but it was, uh, it's like Nostradamus or Domus. <laughs> Nostradamus. Um, yeah, <laughs> where he could, like, he had future or foresight where he could predict things that would happen and they came true. So that would be a really good example of that one and then of course yeah. number seven would be retrocognition which is the ability to see stuff in the past that's not necessarily known to everybody you know like little details yeah. type thing so and there are people out there that, can that do led that. to the events yeah yeah uh number eight you feel older than your age reflects i think that's just everybody in general and the culture and the way our society is we all just feel like really old grumpy yep. people so this does unless you're right. in your 20s Right. And I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all, once you hit 30, it just goes downhill. Just get ready. But we love you and we will yep. embrace you when you hit your 30s. Until then, don't talk to us. No, I'm kidding. I'm just. No. Um, <laughs> if, if you need therapy, just yep. you know, hit us up. <laughs> Free therapy. That's what we're offering. Um, so this says that some people are perpetually young at heart, even to their later lives. In the same manner, some people just seem to have been born with old souls. So they, what they say is like, if you're young at heart all the time, then your soul has not been reincarnated as many times as an old soul. So if you feel like you have an old soul, then they say that you've been reincarnated several times. And that's why you feel, uh, they also say, if you feel like you have an old soul, you may identify with, uh, different time periods that have already passed. Number nine is you have the great affinity for certain cultures, time periods, and environments. So this is the one, like, you you can identify with certain cultures or certain time periods, like the 1800s or something. And then it goes into, say, environments. And they go all the way as to say that Earth is not your home. So you could be a reincarnated Okay, yeah, that, that got alien. a little bit. And that's actually, well... Just saying. No. Okay, so number no. 10 is unexplainable. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wasn't sorry, done number with nine. number okay. 9. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. You can move on. Number 10 is unexplained fears or phobias. They say that if you have certain fears or phobias that wouldn't really make sense that you're scared of in this lifetime, it's because something tragic happened in your past life that... So I'm pretty sure I died by a clown. Which we've said before. ate me. You probably you had to have I'm murdered. pretty sure that that's what happened because yeah, those are like Bobo. Fucking Bozo. No, not Bo- not Bozo, Bobo. Oh. Or Happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Happy Can't the Clown. Yeah, you could. My fear is very childlike, but it is, a, I think, a valid fear, like the dark. Oh. Like, I don't like going into a room if oh. it's dark. I can't, I have to sleep in the dark, but God forbid I open my eyes. Like, eyeballs staying shut. No, yeah. But it has to be pitch black for me to sleep, which is very no, contradictory. I get it. Like, I, if the bathroom, like, walking into the bathroom, if the curtain's closed. Yeah. Like, I get when we have company over, we close the curtain because I'm not 
cleanest. Nobody needs to see yeah. your shower. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, my sh- my tub is clean, but you know, it's just one of those things that Eric Eric is like, it needs to be closed when company's over, and I'm like, okay, fine. As soon as company leaves, I open it. I cannot stand it. Yeah. Or if I'm going in there to pee while company's there, I'll open it, and then when I'm done, I will close it. It's weird, but I get the dark thing because thank God for a flashlight on our phone. I use that. We had to have done the, you know, Candyman and Light as a Feather Sip as a Board thing one too many times because I just can't do the dark. Well, that and your magical lamp that just turns on and and random tennis balls coming back to us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure something happened. Okay, so number 11 is you feel as though (laughs) Earth is not your home. You want to, I knew that you wanted to get, dive a little deeper into this. That's why I brought it up so you had time to think about it. Yeah, but how does Earth, what? Like, okay, I'm clearly not reincarnated because Earth is my... No, you're still reincarnated, I'm sure. You have deja vu all the time. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm (laughs) incarnate. No, it just means my life is on the right track. Leo wants to be part of this podcast. Hello, Leo. Oh, hello, Leo. Leo. We're almost done. I love you. Um, So you feel as though Earth is not your home. You are yearning to find your home. And can be seen as a reflection of a desire to return back to the source. So they say the source is the oneness, the consciousness, the divinity. Many people feel this yearning of returning to their planet, I suppose. Or their Um, place of... Okay. Hey, the truth is out there. You just gotta find it. Oh, yeah. You know, I think NASA's getting really close and maybe even SpaceX, but... I think we're pretty far from alien life. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm a reincarnated alien. Although it makes sense sometimes. <laughs> some days. <laughs> some days it might be fitting, but today's not that day. Someday, you know what? I'm going to just put that card in my back pocket and use it. Because I know that the day is coming where I'm going to be like, you know what? It's not my fault. I'm a reincarnated alien. And then Go you fuck no yourself. longer have like, a job. It's coming. <laughs> That's the day Sabrina got fired. I, I mean, I didn't say, say that to my <laughs> boss, but... I mean, I may need to use it on my husband every now and then. Look, I can't tonight. I'm just a reincarnated just alien. Take my card. That's pretty funny. Oh, man, I had something else. It had to do with your 11 interesting things. Oh, well, that's what it is. I mean, so if you have, I'm going to say if you have majority of these, well, I guess not the majority. It just kind of makes well, like you, you think, you know. Go just based on one or two, because then that would be like any other Facebook quiz that you take. Like, what flavor ice cream are you? Like, do you have deja vu? Like, you're Definitely. reincarnated for sure. I already know. <laughs> so you'd have to have multiple of those, I think, in order for it to be. But that, like, that's still yeah. pretty interesting, especially the kid. Yeah, they've got, uh, I can't remember that documentary. If I find it, I'll post it on our social media. So if anybody wants to watch it, they can watch it. Because that poor kid, you just feel so bad for him. He just wants to. Well, that's probably because his reincarnation. Stuff. Well, yeah, and his reincarnated soul is already like, oh, right, cool, life's good, people are still alive, they're happy, you know. But I hope that, I honestly hope that, like, after that interview with the daughter, I hope that now he can go on with his life, you know, like, the old memories will fade away, yeah. and he'll be able to make his own memories. That would be really cool. That would be I can imagine that that would suck pretty bad, having somebody else's memories. But then again, I think it'd also be cool because it didn't happen to me. So some of my memories I could replace with other memories. That'd be fun. I think it'd be interesting up until the point, like, media and it became, a, like, a TikTok sensation, you know? Like, it'd be pretty interesting. And a lot of these people could help, you know, with the history and the past and 
things that have been experienced or whatever, but they probably just needed more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Shovel up some cat shit. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> really want that. My reincarnated soul coffee. loves this $900 cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> My ancestors are Dutch. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's too good. So, yeah. That's all I got. That's all on, I got. On uh, reincarnation. So, oh, that's a pretty, that was a pretty fun time. That was actually surprising. I would have not ever thought of reincarnation that is my goal i'm gonna keep you off track but we definitely need the other ones the empath like that that would be a pretty cool thing to research yeah i mean don't i am not an empath okay i feel pain when i see stuff and i just think that's sympathy pain yep. like <laughs> for sure just trying to help him out because that shit looks like it hurts but let me feel for you i know it's not helping yes. but let me feel for you <laughs> But, I mean, it could be something, and I just never grew it in. You never know. Like, you just never know. With reincarnation, I mean, I don't know that I 100% believe it, but I am one of those people that I feel like you would be, there's too much that could happen in this world, and since we don't know everything, like, how can we just rule it out? You know what I mean? So, am I a reincarnated soul? Probably not. Although I do have the old old soul thing going on, I feel that in my bones. No, yeah. Well, if you're feeling it in your bones, I think it's just because we're getting old. Well, you know, can I just have one? Just give me one. It just resonate. It resonates in my soul. Just say it resonates in your soul. I'm using my alien card right now. Look, I'm using I'm using my alien card. I'm a reincarnated alien. I definitely came from Saturn or Jupiter. I'm gaslighting. Uh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's what the swirly shit is on those planets. They're souls, man. They're souls circling, just waiting to come to Earth. (laughs) They come to Earth and they're like, fuck this. Let me go back and swirl some more. What have I done? What have I done? (laughs) I did read, um, and I didn't put this in there, but I did read that they say, uh, well, there was, I don't even remember where I found it or where I read it, but on the article that I read, they did say like, once you die, you have the option. You can either be reincarnated or you can go and be energy or, you know, as Christians believe, go to heaven or you can stay and haunt people. You know, once you die, your soul has the option to do pretty much whatever the fuck you want to do. Is it like a video game? Like you just go to the game over screen and then you're like, yeah, totally. That would be so awesome. Right? That would be us. Like you're just I this little white up. floaty thing. You're like, you got big game over thing yeah. in front of you and then options. I'm totally going to haunt you. Like so. reincarnate. Haunting. Energy elsewhere. <laughs> Back to home planet. <laughs> well, be careful because home planet could be. It could be Earth. Five galaxies down the street. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> you're going home. Like that's what you wanted to do, obviously. All right, so that's our first episode. Yep, and we're going to definitely post this, like, at least some of our links that we talked about today on our Facebook, maybe our Instagram. Yep. Get a picture of that cat that makes cat poop. And I love cats. You just, like, made my love for cats dwindle a little. Well, it's not like a cat cat. It's a cross-looking creature thing. It's a wannabe cat. Thank you. That helped. It kind of looks like a possum in cat clothing to me. But anyways, I'll post a picture for everybody to look at. Yep. I don't have any pictures then, this go around, but I'll get some. Um, you could maybe find one of Saturn. Oh, there you Just go. Throw it up there. I'm yeah. Done. Sold. 
<laughs> I got that pun. He did a pun. All right. So uh, you want to tell everybody where to find us? Yeah. So uh, we can be found on Facebook. We can be found on Instagram. Um, you can email us uh, at gmail.com. And we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. And they're all the same. So Coffee Chaos Chatter. If you just search that. Or, of course, the email, coffeechaoschatter at gmail.com. You can find us there. Um, we are trying to get our Patreon up and going. So if you guys did enjoy this first podcast, you know, of course, give our Facebook and Instagram a like. And then uh, just throw a little support away, and we'll look to get the merch going mm-hmm. in the future. Coffee cups. Maybe some stickers. Stickers. Yeah, coffee cups. Yeah, stickers. Coffee cups. We're probably going to start with postcards because we're poor. All right, guys, but if you stick with us, we will get you your coffee cup. Yep. Um, if you have an idea or you really like some aspect that we talked about today, definitely send us an email um, about if you want us to talk further about it. We are looking to do, like, VIP-only episodes, so that could be something we go further into. But overall, this is actually pretty fun, and definitely looking forward to episode two. Episode two. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 No. <laughs>